0: A message from the clergy. Year Zero is now. I repeat, Year Zero is now. Papa has called us all to make America sexy again. All hail Papa. All hail the Dark One. Year Zero is now. I repeat, Year Zero is now. Protect the bloodline. Save the bloodline. The blood is all. This has been your message from the clergy. Welcome to Project Shadow. Hello, everyone. How are you doing today? My name's Charlie. You might know me better as sci-fi fantasy writer C.E. Dorsett, I'm Writing a lot more of the uh, dark fantasy lately. The dark urban fantasy especially. So, yeah, this episode was originally intended to be a full-on story episode, continuing on in the vein of what you just heard, and I decided not to do that, and that's actually what I wanted to talk to you, to you about today. The reason I decided not to do it was not that I didn't like the story or the idea of it. It was, I wanted to talk more about what it represented than I actually wanted to record the rest of the episode in that style. Because that's where kind of my fascination with this whole project is. Year Zero Is Now is a, I, I think, particularly hilarious series of videos and posts that to my knowledge was started by Chris Vaughn on Instagram. And I will share a link to his account in the show notes that posits the idea that the spirit of Papa Emeritus II has returned to run for president to make America sexy again. It is playing into a lot of the interesting story ideas that the band Ghost have created over the years and is somewhere between a social commentary on where we are now as a country and just continuing this storyline. And yeah, the band, I said the band, that's where I got completely lost in thinking about this because as I'm working on my own fiction and I'm working on my own setting and story and everything involved there, I find myself more and more wanting to delve deep, deeper, much deeper into the heart of story and how story works. This has brought me to just an abject, not just fascination with, but admiration for how Tobias Forge and the rest have been able to create the story that is ghost. I have on the streams on the YouTube channel referred to them as a, an ongoing ARG, an alternative reality game, and it really does feel that way. The story that they have posited of a world in chaos, of a dark church trying to bring about the end of days, or at the end of days just happening to be upon us and trying to make the best of it, depending on your point of view. And the fact that it has brought this culture of celebration into being that has participated not only in the story, but has brought about cosplay, has brought about art, has brought about videos. I'm writing my own fan fiction series called His Dark Instruments, set in this world because I just have stories that I want to tell in it. All of that is born out of a very subversive idea that the Dark One, the Fallen, that Lucifer himself, has brought a chosen bloodline into this world to bring darkness, decay, and death to the world. That the great Unmaker is here amongst us. The idea that this would bring about community, that this would bring about such a sense of fun and play that I have found in the fandom, astounds me. And more than anything else, that is what kept me from actually doing the full episode that I wanted to do. Because I think we as writers can learn a lot about how to tell our own stories. As the tones of Conclave Candio start playing in my head as I begin to say this, the world is broken. I think if there's anything that we can all agree on, It's that the world is broken, that it is fractured, that too many people are wanting to assert their own dominance, their own control, their own power over people just to feel alive, just to feel connected to anything else. And to have this very punk voice speaking out in the middle of it, just shoving a middle finger in the face of all of that and saying look we don't need that control we don't need that domination we don't need someone to tell us who we need to be and how we should act that we know these things and that we should love each other that we should have fun with each other that we should celebrate the moments of life because life is brief and special and just magical this has been an amazing experience over the last few years as I've gotten more and more not only into the band's music, but into the lore and all the little things surrounding it. From the interviews with the Nameless Ghouls to just <laughs> the, 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 the chapters that they've put on YouTube and the various little bits and pieces of story here, there and yonder. And to see how the fandom has reacted to this has just been astounding to me. So how have Ghost created this alternative story world that has people so invested that they are playing along and participating within it? They made it fun. I'm going to say that just flat out. They made it fun. And this is probably the hardest thing for a creator to do is not to take themselves so self-serious that they become a parody of who and what they are. From uh, Papa One's very austere exterior to Papa Two's just not caring about the rules or what he's supposed to do to Papa Three just, you know, flirting with everyone and everything under the sun to Cardinal Copia and his attempts to eradicate the bloodline even though he may be a part of it. Each little bit of the story has been delivered with a tongue-in-cheek openness that depending on the point of view that you bring to the story, you can kind of make it more or less whatever you want. You can find something to hold on to. You can find something for you. And that's not easy to do when you consider that these there are just a few albums out that they are there's four albums in total then you have the EPs in between them and the songs are not strict narrative in the form of say a rock opera or anything like that they're bits and pieces they're fractured images That when added together with everything that happens on tour and the interviews and everything all culminates in a story. I want to recreate that. (laughs) I want to do that myself. Now, I am not going to create a band and hope that it takes off because been there, done that, got the t-shirt, but I think as far as our creative projects, we can create something as beautifully fractured and as beautifully flawed as Ghost had has without having to add all of that extra on top. And this is where I find the greatest amount of inspiration here. I look at the tools that are available on World Anvil, and I'm probably going to be talking a lot about World Anvil in the next couple months because I really like them and what they are doing. And I am building up my entire new process over there. And they've really made me wonder if the whole idea of the novel is dead in the way that I used to write it. And I've kind of talked about that before on the show, but now more than ever, I'm feeling like I'm wanting to try to go into some kind of post-novel world and write something and create something a bit different. So how do you tell a story like this? How do you do what we're talking about? First of all, I think you have to be very aware of the parts that you're putting together. Now, I am not going to be eschewing standard narrative structure in any way, shape, or form. And I do believe that in the end, I will have novels that will be coming out that are kind of collections of parts, fragments of the overall story. But the main thrust, the main idea is actually in having this inhabited world that the characters live in, that it starts to feel real. So what does it take to make a fictitious world feel real? Well, if this band, if Ghost has taught me anything, it's all about immersion. Their accounts take the world dreadfully seriously. They don't break character when they are in costume. When they are in character, they don't break character. They stay with the story. They stay with the world as it is, and they keep adding little bits here, there, and yonder, to the point where you find yourself looking through all of the little bits here, there, and yonder, and adding it all up, making it part of who and what the story is going to be. You find yourself adding it, seeking it out, trying to find it. And creating that sense of immersion is all about sparking curiosity. It's about sparking questions. It's about being tantalizing and not in the horrible, horribly tricky way that advertising is tantalizing. If we really want people to become immersed in the worlds that we're creating, what we need to do more than anything else is to put out this basic idea that is simple enough to grasp, but complex enough that it makes you just think about it and hold it in your head. Now, how do you do that? How do you do that? That that sounds so difficult. There's this idea in marketing that what people really want is something familiar yet different. It needs to be so familiar that they feel like they've already seen it, bought it, own it, but different enough that it makes them go, but maybe I don't, and pulls them in. It's that push and pull of familiar yet different that really connects people to the work that you're doing. Again, the brilliance of Ghost. Their music is reminiscent of Uriah Heep and a lot of the, and Blue Oyster Cult and a lot of the bands from the 70s and 80s. But it's not their music. It's similar but different. It's similar enough that the first time you hear it, you think to yourself, have I heard this before? And then you realize, no, no, I haven't. But then you start questioning, why haven't I? Shouldn't I have heard this? This sounds familiar. And that familiarity is what grabs us. Where they get you, though, is in the differences, in the little tweaks, in the subtle changes, in the tongue-in-cheek jokes. This is why Star Wars worked. Star Wars became an international phenomenon because by that point, people were familiar with Buck Rogers and Flash Gordon and numerous books and Serials that had been out to that point that had established this idea of what space opera looked like and felt like. They were familiar with the Western and many, many other genres. And then Star Wars happens, and it looks like a Western, but different. And it looks like a Buck Rogers, but different. And it looks like a Flash Gordon, but different. And all of those points of familiarity grabbed the, the viewer and pulled them in, and pulled them in. Now, a new hope wouldn't have worked if there was nothing there to hold them. But without those points of familiarity, without those things to hold on to, there's no story. There's no attraction. There's no audience. So that's step number one. Find those points of familiarity that you want to hang out there for people to see, and then use them to bring people in to the uniqueness of your story and its world. Don't be afraid. We're not trying to reinvent the wheel here. We're trying to make somebody want the cool new wheel. As I'm sitting here talking to you, I am struggling. I am struggling with this desire to change everything about everything that I do. And I'm probably going to. And I will be reporting back constantly about how it works. Because some of the things that I think I need to be doing is releasing my stories episodically, whether that's in audio, or just the text, or both, or staggered, or at the same time. And that struggle to do this is eating me up. It's tearing me apart because I can see so many advantages to the dripping of the story out into the world. It would allow me to build that audience. It would allow me to pull more people in. But it would also give me an opportunity to expand my world, to put all of these subtle little things in and build it out. That's where I'm excited about working in World Anvil because all of the interlinks and all the connections that I can do, where I can build out and expand. And I don't want this to sound like I'm thinking solely about money, because I'm not. I'm really thinking about story here, but honestly, if you're going to be a writer, if you're going to be a creative in any way, shape, or form, you do have to be asking yourself on a regular basis, where is my money going to come from? If I'm not solely going to be relying on selling books as a way to make money and let me just say right now never be solely reliant on selling books to make money just don't <laughs> it, some people get lucky and they get the ruby dust but most of us are going to have to do multiple things but if i'm not reliant solely on selling the books. How am I going to make money? How are any of us going to make money with this? And that's where the idea grows. Because with, by connecting Patreon to my setting in World Anvil, I can include secrets. There will be parts of the text that people can only read if they're patrons. So those who are joining in and helping to support the work get more. They get early access. They learn things that other people don't know. That's a powerful idea. And that's a powerful incentive. It's something that we don't talk about all that much when building our stories. We don't talk about the world because we're so focused on the project and the immediate tools at hand. And so that's what really excites me here is if you want depth, The more depth you want, the more invested you are, the more invested you actually become. And I don't know, maybe that's just me being lame. Maybe that's just me being problematic. But I'm excited about this idea. I'm really excited about this idea. And I'm curious to see where it goes and how it develops from here. So I'm going to be changing everything. I think I'm going to give in to the desire to try to build an audience of engagement rather than just market books. Because as a writer, I want to try to do that. Because let's be honest, if we're really going to be honest with ourselves, the thing that we want deep down inside is people to care about the work that we're doing not just to see a number next to our name. Now, I'm not saying that having a number one doesn't feel good, because I've had number one bestsellers, and never on like the big lists, unfortunately, but <laughs> at least not yet. But you know, I've had those bestsellers. I've seen my books hit number one on lists that meant something to me in Amazon. And it, it's, it's an elation, and I really like it. But I never got to talk to any of those people. Well, only a few. A few of them did contact me because I put into all the books ways that people can contact me. But I didn't get to actually communicate with them. I didn't get to share anything with them. I didn't get to have them become a part of my life and my work. And that's more important to me than just selling more books and being able to say, well, I sold X number. Yeah, I want to sell a lot of books, I'm not going to lie. But I want engagement more than book sales. To me, Year Zero is about bringing down the powerful. It's about taking down those who feel that they are more entitled to control the world and those in it then the rest of us have living in it. And so when I say that I am joining Year Zero, that's exactly what I am doing. Now, my work is still going to be coming out in the regular channels because I'm not a fool. I'm not (laughs) crazy. Yeah, I, I realize that the majority of my sales will probably be through Amazon. But I want to open myself up. I want my stories to come out Everywhere, And so to me, that's my part of making this year zero. I am going to break down the chains that are holding me back. This false idea that I have in my head of what it means to be published. These ideas that have held me back for a while, that kept me from starting a YouTube channel, from doing all the things that I'm doing with the podcast. I'm breaking through. That's my year zero. And so, whether or not you want to chant along with the names of the fallen, with Be- <laughs> Belial and Beelzebub and Behemoth, Osmodeus, Lucifer, and Satanus, or you just want to tear down the thrones and the powers that are in your life, that are holding you down and telling you not to do the things that you want to do, join me join me, come to the dark side we almost always have cookies and if we don't we'll we'll bake some, it's not that hard but now be yourself, find your path too much has been done over the last 5 to 10 years to try to rope the creative mind back into the boxes from which it came, at least in the writing community and I I am not going to be playing along with that anymore. I am going to do everything in my power to bring my work to the people that I want in the ways that I want. And that's all that I ask of you. So whether it be my strange art that goes up here, there and yonder, whether it be my strange images or the things that I share or the things that I promote, I am going to raise my voice to remind the power that the fate of man is that of lice you're going down we are going to raise our voices we are going to share our stories we are going to be heard and so that's why I'm joining Papa to bring sexy back because this country needs to be sexy again and being yourself is the sexiest thing that you can do it really is for all the people that worry about their hair and their nails and everything else let me just say it's it's authenticity that matters it's being ourselves that matter and that's what i want to see you all doing and i want to hear from you i want you to be part of the project i want you To share your voice Along with the rest of us And that doesn't mean that you have to pretend To be a fan of the band If you're not a fan of the band Or to give in to the dark imagery That the band uses If that's not your bag. Because just (laughs) to put it out there I'm a Christian minister y'all I think that using the voice of rebellion In the face of power Is important and powerful And I would rather rule in hell than live under the authority structures that try to hold me back. And those authority structures aren't the businesses. They're the demons in my own head. They're my own personal nightmare. It's my Bob that tells me what I can and can't do. And I know we each have a Bob and we need to tell him to shut up. So declare your own year zero. Let it start now. Whatever it is that you want to do, figure out easy, simple ways to start doing it and start pushing forward and we will be strong and mighty together. I've done a lot in my life to live without regret and it's not easy. It's really not easy to go through life and do all of the things that I've done and have all the experiences that I've had, the good, the bad, and the ugly, and not have any regrets at the end. And I'm not at the end of my life, hopefully, knock on wood, knock, knock, but I don't regret any of it. Yes, there are parts that I wish didn't happen. There are parts that I wish I could do over. I think everybody has those. But to me, the difference between that wistful thought of if only I had known, oh, I don't know, 30 years ago, what it meant to be non-binary, or if i had only had the courage to start a YouTube channel sooner, or if only I had, if only I had, if only I had. And having it as an intellectual exercise that you engage in and that you let go, that's one thing. Regret is holding on to it and beating yourself up ahead about it. If only I had done these things. And that is something I refuse to do. The past is written. The past is done. All we can do is move forward. And that's, to me, the message of year zero. And that's what I'm doing. I have a lot of story ideas. I have a lot of strange and marvelous story ideas. And I'm going to play around with them. And I'm going to put them out. And I'm going to see what happens. I don't know what it's going to look like in the end. I just don't know. But we'll see. We'll get there. And, Lord willing, we'll all be happier for it. So what's your Year Zero project? What are you doing? What are you starting? Let me know. Down in the show notes or wherever they are in the app that you're listening to me on, you'll find a link to the voice message system. Keep it short, keep it clean, so I can use it on the show. I would love to hear from you. I do believe they cut you off at one minute, so you have to keep it short. (laughs) If you'd rather hit me up on social media, I'm C. Dorset on pretty much everything. Instagram's the easiest place to get in touch with me, but Instagram or Twitter, you can find links to all of my stuff at ProjectShadow.com. While you're down there looking in them show notes, if you would like to be like Eva and Lauren and help support the project and everything that I'm doing... You can find links to listener support, to coffee for one-time donations, and my Patreon. Now, Patreon members are going to be given access to all of the stuff that I'm making. Yeah, it's all going to be there. That's part of the membership. And depending on which tier you join, how much access you get. And I'm really excited about that because there is so much I want to share. And there are so many stories I want to put out there, and this will open up that avenue for me and make it easier for me to do that. If you don't have any money right now, or you don't feel like giving, that's all right. But if you like anything that I do, please share it. That helps out more than you know. Because really, the hardest part for any of us is to get people to know that we exist. Because there's, there's a lot out there in the world. Alrighty. Thank you so so much for listening. This isn't the episode that I had intended to do but I think it's the one that I needed to do and I hope it's the one that you needed to hear. We are going to declare our independence. We are going to move forward. We are going to make a brave new world together and I can't wait to see everything that we create. As always, sorry for the sigh but I I wish I didn't have to keep saying this Because I wish that we were actually changing things That people in power Would actually listen to us And not need us To call on the names of the fallen So to everyone in power To everyone in Congress And in the governor's houses And in the legislatures Around this country And around this world (sighs) We declare year zero on you because black lives matter. Black trans lives matter. We are still saying her name. We remember what happened to Breonna Taylor and all the other women of color that have been murdered in this country by the cops. (sighs) Keep up the fight, y'all. And until next time, I hope you get all your words written I hope all your dreams find a way to be born into life. And most of all, that you don't forget to have the fun. Bye.